Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Well, hello there. Welcome aboard as we begin a new month. This is the March 2nd and 3rd. 2024 edition of Tech Talk. This is our Blooming Cherry Blossoms Weekend Edition. Finally, the gloom is lifting and we're starting to get something out there resembling spring. Glad to have you along, whether you're with us live on Saturday morning, the 2nd of March, Sunday afternoon, the 3rd, or whenever you're listening to the podcast. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. And Rod Fraser. And I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. He's back. Are you all rested and (laughs) caught up on sleep? Yeah, more or less. (laughs) Yeah, it was nice to have some downtime for sure. Yeah. When I guess this is is this when is the one year anniversary of Uh oh, which Milo? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's one. He turned one on January seventh. Oh, for some reason I thought it was just recently. Time goes by quickly. Oh yeah, no, I think I think I'll I'll show you some of the birthday photos. Yeah, okay, we'll put them in the show notes. Glad to have you along. Yes, the spring blossoms are out. It's not really techie, but it's sort of techie. If you go to the show notes in their new home that I think most of you got bookmarked now, tech-talk.ca. If you go down to item number 10, despite the recent downpours and hail, the cherry blossoms have finally started to bloom in some areas, Ron. Yes, they're around. Uh, Notably, I think first we see View Street. Um, but all over Victoria, and we've seen it in Sydney too, so they're really popping now. VictoriaBuzz.com has created an interactive map showing where the best bloom locations are. I put that into the show notes there, and there's some really cool pictures of the ones. It's really cool. This is good use of technology. We used it for Halloween houses and Christmas, uh, things like that, so this is showing you where. So if you want to go out for a walk or bike or drive, then you'll be able to see where you're most likely going to as the season evolves. It's a really nice job. It's done on vicmap.maps.argis.com. So thank you to Victoria Buzz for putting that one up there. And one, I've got a really nice message. I woke up this morning uh, on my phone because of the time difference. And Marcus, who is um, the dad of Emma, our exchange student from Pfaffenhofen in Germany, he reads the show notes, and he was so inspired, he went out, Brian, and, and shot a little video because there in Pfaffenhofen is in, is in Bavaria. So I yep. woke up this morning and found this waiting. It says on the screen, Blossom Time in Pfaffenhofen, Germany, and our wild bees are hatching. So I put that, I asked Marcus, so I put that into the show notes as well from halfway around the world. It's really cool. It's really neat. And bees, because Emma had told us the other night that they have bees in Germany that don't sting you. Yeah. So, so I asked I asked uh, Marcus about that because I found that hard, hard to believe, and Marcus just sent this. I gotta tap Siri, so she will play it on my phone. Tap the button more. They moved. Oh, they moved the well. They moved the speak button now uh, on iPhone. So I turn the volume up and more and speak. No. Oh, because I've got it muted because we're in the radio emergency. show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I, I muted it because because we're, 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 that's the things we do because of the things that we don't get annoyed by little sounds during the radio show. But no honey, no sting. There we go. That's, that's the message there. So I will play that back to you now that I've got my buttons worked out. Enjoy your show now. The bee that is hatching now is the European orchard bee. A little bit later in the month, the red mason bee will hatch as well bee. But no honey, no sting. Did you know that, Ron? Red mason bees don't sting you? Yeah, I have heard that. We have some black mason bees at home, and I know they're super gentle. Yeah. I don't even know if they're capable of stinging, but uh, they're definitely gentle bees. They can bite you. <laughs> I was bitten by one of mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Just on the palm of my hand, one was hatching. Um, 
Marcus says they fertilize the apple trees, plum tree, tomatoes very well. So, thank you, It looks like they're a little bit ahead of us by looking at the trees here. Yeah, just a little bit. Somewhere in here, I was explaining to the girls uh, because Emma's from Germany and Maho's from Mexico. So, this rain and hail uh, driving into the around, we saw the we saw the snow up on the. On the coming Malahan down hills. yesterday yeah. in Sydney. Unbelievable. And they're going, is it always like this? And I go, no. Anyway, lots of stuff to tell you about in the show. Lots of lots of new things. Some new scams. There, there always are there. Um, some things to warn you. A couple special deals as well. A couple travel tech tips because many of you are planning spring break if you have, like us now having students doing this. Uh, Ron, item 13 in the notes, Rogers has added Caribbean countries to its North America roaming plan. Yeah, they're really expanding what they offer now in terms of different countries available. But <laughs> their North America roaming plan, while you were away, Brian, they took away the Canada-US plan. So now you have to be on the Canada-US-Mexico plan if you want US roaming. Oh, yes. That's and that's only nice. $105 a bloody month. <laughs> Seriously. Tell us, Bell Rogers. They all quietly took away the U.S. add-on because they were losing. Well, they weren't losing. They were not making the millions they were making on roaming fees. Right. And they didn't really get a lot of new customers out of the idea of offering U.S. the way Freedom Mobile did. Freedom scooped a ton of people. It, to me, it was never them gaining new ones. It was something so that everybody didn't leave those guys in like hordes yeah. like freedom yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. is beating them yeah. hands down well they still left in hordes and yeah, yeah. then they said Good. okay so now we lost the customers and we're losing the roaming rates from the one we got <laughs> so let's quietly uh, move that over so to their credit if you are going to the caribbean because i know a few of you that are that have asked me about this the caribbean coverage uh covers you for well i won't go through them they're all there but it's pretty well to the best of my knowledge, it's pretty well all of the Caribbean islands. There might be one I've missed, but it's four lines of them there. And it does include also Haiti and Cuba. Now, there's a few more fine print, Ron. The feature can only be used for 90 days per calendar year. Yep. So, so if you're going to go down to the Caribbean... For six months, it's not going to work for you. Yep. Mm. Oh, that's you, about the same. It used to be 25% of your plan, I yep, believe. Yeah. So. Also, you need to stay on this... In the case of Rogers, $105 a month, 5G infinite premium plan for 12 consecutive months. If nine months from now you switch to a lower plan, they will go back and retroactively charge you the daily rate for all your Caribbean roaming. Oh, no plan swaps. Yeah. To be honest, if you'll be heading to the Caribbean, you'd pay a lot less by switching to Freedom Mobile and either going on their Roam Beyond plan if you're going to be making lots of trips or buying a Roam Beyond 30-day pass. You know, I'd, I'd really prefer to see them do what most of the other countries in Europe do. Yeah. Give everyone a good rate to be at home and then charge a premium if you're going to travel. Yeah. Uh, that, for most of our students, that depending on the country they've come from, has been much cheaper than switching to another plan here. Yeah. And they get to keep their number. So Exactly. That, that, that ideally, to me, if they're really thinking about the consumers, that would be a great way to do it. Yeah. Because that now that the, now that Freedom has got those Rome Beyond thirty day passes, so you don't have to go on the sixty five dollar a month plan if you're only planning one or maybe two trips. And now with those Rome Beyond passes, they've added on countries, so we're up to ninety seven countries now in the past. So if, uh, we uh, a couple. Oh, oh sorry, that's, what happens when I, that's why I had my phone muted. Sorry. Um, so, so, yeah, because now they're covering countries in the 97 uh, country plan that are not in the 81 country 
$65 a month plan. So that, that gives you sev- several good options there. So that is good. Um, the other one for, for travel I thought I would mention, and again, we've updated the entire travel notes, and they're in the show notes there as well with a PDF version if you want to download it into your device. Uh, I found this from Helping Bill earlier this week. If you're a Visa card holder, check to see if you can use the new Visa Airport Companion app to get free airport lounge access. If your card is eligible in many cases, you can get up to six free visits, Ron, at 1,200 um, different airport lounges around the world, including many here in Canada. Oh, cool. And so they've got all the food and beverage. And in some of the ones in Europe, you can even go have a shower and have a nap in the lounge if you've got a long layover. There's a long list of Visa cards which are and are not covered. So I put a link right into the notes in item number 15 there. Okay, uh, the other thing I was going to mention, we do not have the answer yet. I still don't know why. We're waiting for confirmation of court approval of the $15 million Apple Battery Gate Canadian class action settlement. It was on the docket for approval in the B.C. Supreme Court on the 21st of February. Yeah. This is now the first weekend in March. The website from the lawyers has not been updated. Okay. I checked it literally last night to see if there was anything new. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that it's been, just a guess, I'm guessing it's been approved. Now the lawyers have to put all the devils of the details into place. What's the website? How do we get you to prove your serial number? Blah, 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 all this stuff. And then somewhere in here, they're going to go, ta-da. But as of as of now. I mean, this is not like there's a template for this that's already been done in the country directly below us. <laughs> like, God, this has never been done before. Well, it's going to be different in Canada. Yeah, it is. This is much more money. This is $150 for people that have an iPhone 6, 6S. How much were they in the States? I think we figured it worked out to, I think it was $67 or something oh, like that. Wow. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, and also they have to put something in place so people can double claim. There'll have to be some sort of Precisely. unique identifier. Yeah, and you, have to, yeah. Uh, and you have to attest, which is the legal thing, to say, yes, I did have the phone. Mm. I got rid of it a long time ago, right? but I did own it, and it did slow down, so now give me my money. <laughs> Basically, uh, that one there. And one other thing that hasn't happened yet, but is going to, so repeating from last week because this is important, when Apple releases iOS, iPadOS 17.4 any day now, you will need to know your Apple ID password after the update in order to keep your photos, apps, and other iCloud content synced. This is a really big update. Most of it applies to Europe, making so it complies with the Digital Markets Act, but it does include a bunch of security patches, a bunch of bug fixes, new features, more emoji, podcast transcripts, etc., etc. It also includes a huge upgrade to iMessage with encryption that Apple says will be able to withstand forthcoming quantum computing attacks. Because of that, you will need Brian, to put in your Apple ID password. So before you do the update, it has to come out in the next four days. Mm. March 6th is the deadline from the EU. Oh. So whether they're going to wait till March 5th and go, or whether they're <laughs> going to, I thought, frankly, thought it would be out by now. Yeah. So we'd have time to see if there's any bugs or anything. But it's going to pop up on your phones and iPads. And then once you do it, make sure you know your Apple ID password. If you're not sure you know it or you don't know it, I put instructions into the show notes, item number three, how to check and how to reset it. Yeah. So that, that's all there, but that's a big one. We haven't had that before. We have to put in the password to keep using it. Otherwise, you're going to go, ah, I can't use my phone. You can't even phone us to complain. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's the part one. There we go. That's all. Item four, three and four in the show notes. Okay, Ron, let's see if we can help some people. Let's open up the phone lines. Saturday morning when we're live, phone, texts, and emails. Text to 107010. Have to be in Canada to use that. 107010. If you do text, please include your first name somewhere beginning or end of the text. Phone calls, 250-386-1161. Anywhere. Star 1070 on mobile phones in Canada. And emails to techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. Jim, your question about the problem with the stuff popping up, we'll have when we come back next. 19 after the hour on Tech Talk. And we've got the email here from Jim, but phone calls take precedence. So Grant, you get to be first up for the month of March. Hi there. Hi there. Uh, yeah, just uh, looking for some help with getting CarPlay uh, working on my uh, uh, pickup truck. Uh, I don't know if I need to download an app on my iPhone to do that. No, or... it's built in. Um, what model year pickup truck, Grant? It's a uh, 2018 F-150. That was just when I think CarPlay came in. Um, you have to connect your phone with a USB cable. Okay. It doesn't run wirelessly. So the same cable you would use to charge the phone. Uh, there should be two jacks, and one is power only, one is power and data. It'll have a different symbol on it, Ron. And then what you do is it should automatically come up, up on the screen to say, did you want to enable CarPlay once only or always? And you go, yes. If that doesn't work, I would stop in at the dealership and get them to show you they can first of all well actually let's do that so well, one of the challenges here is carplay can be very different from manufacturer to manufacturer and also from model to to model so yep. i'm going to use copilot with the microsoft uh um chat ai that on there that i keep on the screen of my phone does a 2018 ford f-150 pickup have carplay in canada okay and send the button I use this for so many finding questions like this. People think I'm so smart, and I go, certainly it says the 2018 Ford 150 does indeed support CarPlay. If your F1 is equipped with Sync 3 and has a software generation of 2.0 or greater, you can enjoy the convenience of CarPlay. Additionally, newer models, 2017 and onwards, with Sync 3, Sync 4, or Sync 4A also offer CarPlay compatibility. Oh, and here's even the instructions for you, Sean. Uh, if you're looking to activate wireless Apple CarPlay on your F-150, now it says it's got wireless. Touch phone on the Sync 4 touchscreen in your vehicle. Select add phone on your phone. Navigate to settings and then Bluetooth. Choose your vehicle name, usually listed as Ford F-150 from your iPhone's Bluetooth discovery list. If you have a 2018 to 2020 Ford F-150, there's an upgrade option to get Apple CarPlay, the factory OEM 4-inch to 8-inch Sync 3 upgrade kit. Include, okay, so all sorts of stuff. So there you go, Sean. So I'll, I'll do that one again. If you want to try it wirelessly, touch phone on the Sync 4 touchscreen in your vehicle, select add phone, and then on your iPhone, navigate to settings, then Bluetooth, choose your vehicle name. See if that if that works let us know let let us know how that works out okay thank you all right good luck thanks i did not know that they that's where that that's where that is so good on copilot finding answers to just getting an appointment though can be difficult with a car dealer have you tried to book one recently 
No, I would just stop in uh, and ask one of the one of the people in the showroom. The Toyota dealership in town. I went to book a regular service for yeah. my car. Yeah, eight weeks. First appointment, eight weeks. Whoa. Yeah, Why? they're just short busy, of staff. Short of staff oh, and busy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That apparently is not uncommon in a lot of the car dealerships, Ford included. Wow. Didn't yeah. know. Okay. File that one. Um, text here from somebody whose number ends in nine zero nine eight. Are there concerns for those who've been suggested to go on the Wi-Fi of their all-inclusive resort while in Puerto Vallarta? You should always use your data connection when you're doing any banking. Yeah. If you're just looking for places to go and stay, and you're not you know, entering your bank card number, running the apps to check your yep. bank balance, things like that. But if you're buying anything off Amazon or if yeah. you just check, even if you're just, Brian, just checking your bank balance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't want to use the, the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi secured or not, I would not trust it in a yeah. country for That's sure. That's literally. Uh, I mean, I don't even trust them in this country on no. the Wi-Fi. Like, no, it's true. Yeah. They, they don't pay much attention to free Wi-Fi connections like that. Yeah. Who's on them or, you know, they don't run security checks generally. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, nothing until someone saw. says, hey, my bank account was drained. I, a couple months ago, as a fellow, I was waiting for somebody uh, at Mayfair Mall to go and get their Freedom Mobile thing, and I was in the food court, and he came over and recognized me, and he said, well, I see you're using your phone on Wi-Fi, and I said, no, I'm actually not on Wi-Fi here. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing yeah. emails and stuff and texts, and he said, well, isn't that a bit exaggerated? And so I have an app on my phone that one of the my police officer friends showed me, and I said, okay, well, then... Here, let's just put this in. Okay, look, there's the 187 people that are on this Wi-Fi. You can see the list of their devices yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know whether that's that person there or that person over there, but I can see their device and I can yeah. see what they're doing. Yeah. He goes, whoa. And I said, yeah. So that's why, you know, you, no, no. Yeah, you want to sit there and find out what time the nearest supermarket is open? Fine. Right. You know. But yeah, same as why you shouldn't share your Wi-Fi network, you know, even with neighbors or tenants or this kind of stuff. It is a security risk. All yeah. t- I mean, we a lot of us do it. Yeah. Actually, I guess I'm not doing it necessarily, but a lot of people do it. And yeah. it's, um, sure, you get away with it, in, you know, 90-something percent of the time, but it, you're taking a risk. Yep. Yeah. There we go. That, that's a really good question. From Ian, uh, would you have any idea when the next generation iPad Mini 7 will hit the market? Well, I would have said, no, I don't think there's going to be a new uh, iPad Mini because they weren't selling very well at all because they're actually more expensive to buy an iPad Mini than to buy the base model iPad. Oh, to make everything more compact, I suppose. I and know. it's a le- it's a less selling it's item. Volume, so volume they need to, of sales. Yeah, volume. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was yeah. it was like a fraction of the sales there. But lo and behold, item nineteen in the show notes, a source with a very good track record has posted detailed info on the processors that'll be in the new iPads, which Apple is expected to announce later this month. Mm-hmm. Two items stand out. The report says there will be a new iPad Mini, and that it will be powered by an M17 chip which would be a huge performance boost from the, uh, I said M17, that's A17, I'll fix my typo. Nice try, Alan. Um, Big performance boost from the A15 in the current iPad mini. Yeah. So A, there's going to be a new one, and B, it's going to get a big bump up in specs. The new iPad Air models are slated to get the super powerful M2 chip, which is currently only available in iPad Pro models. That'll be a big step up from the A17 chip in current models and as expected the report says the new ipad pro models will be powered by apple's blazing fast m3 chip crazy wow so they're really pushing the air as a premium model now yeah now that they're switching the pro to oled and the price jacked up like 500 dollars or something more and they're going to keep the base model 
because yeah. it's the one that schools buy in large mm. quantities. Sure. So we don't know what chip it's going to get. Yeah. Well, and quite honestly, and speaking to the rep from Apple previously at London yeah. Drugs, yeah. Uh, if you don't want to buy a full-size iPad, and they have a whole range of those, obviously, yeah. you want a smaller Apple device, they want you in an iPhone. Yeah. If you need something smaller than an iPad, you should be using an iPhone. But they're so, going to bring back, they're going to have a new mini, so okay, I'm happy. Yeah, uh, we well, always want choice. If you want to pay the premium for something they sell yeah. less of. It's, you know. a, it's about, yeah. a, I believe it's about a $40 premium to yeah. buy a mini. We'll see what happens. So again, yeah. mm. these are expected. So the bottom line is, I put in item 19 there, if you're wanting a new iPad, we recommend you wait till the new models are announced because they'll likely be the same price as the current ones, maybe $10, $20 Hope more. Hope so, but, that's sort of been the... the way they've operated. But they're going to come this year with a big performance boost. All of those models. That's a substantial noticeable jump in, in performance. Not just like a eh, little tiny bit. So that's that one there. Okay. Uh, homework videos got lots of stuff here. There's one in particular that is just mind-blowing and you cannot appreciate it until you see it. Brian's going to play the music that goes with it anyway. Today I have colorized footage from all around the world in 1896. This footage was originally filmed by the Lumiere brothers, and it is an important part of the history of cinema. Sit back, hit the like button, and enjoy. 1896. We're talking 128 years ago. It's just amazing. You will not believe that this footage is from 120 years ago, Ron. Yeah, it, it does look totally incredible. It looks like it could have been taken yesterday. Yeah, and if you want to yeah. zip it up uh, just, yeah. to, just so you guys can see, because I watched this, I watched the whole thing last night. Like, this is not only is it this footage, but it's from around the world. There's Jerusalem, there's Moscow, there's the Notre Dame when it was just being built, things like that. It's just amazing to see what people have. There's a fire truck, except it wasn't a truck, it was horses pulling <laughs> fire wagon fire wagon oh, but you'll see goodness. the one you'll see the one wow. with the we'll you'll see the one with the pumper engine we yeah. still have one here in victoria the charles redfern yeah. an honorary victoria firefighter so the historical society keeps it running and yeah but this is just amazing to see and also looking at the buildings and cities like paris and new york the eiffel tower when it was fresh it really brings it to life it's not this like rinky dink old footage anymore yeah so there you go. So enjoy that. Thank you so much to Martin for sending that one. That is absolutely mind-blowing. And that is in the show notes down in the, in the homework videos section there. Video number 40. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue on for our first show of the merry month of March, glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, Ron Fraser is in studio with me. Ron is a retired Sydney tech enthusiast from my neck of the woods, and Brian is back with us after a couple weeks off. So we're doing all sorts of stuff here, travel tech tips and solving problems and latest scams, which we will get to in just a sec. Uh, one great deal. Didn't get a chance this week uh, planning all spring break stuff. Didn't get a chance to do a lot of shopping for you. But Gary at Tesseract has five only when he reopens on Monday of these. These are refurbished 14-inch Lenovo Yoga 370 convertible touchscreen tablet laptops, Ron. So these are ones that you can fold the screen completely back. Yeah, the Yoga, we used to carry those. Yeah. They're actually one of the most reliable units they ever made. People love those. These are really nice. Yeah. And these have got 16 gigs of RAM, 256 gig NVMe solid state drive, Windows 11 Pro. Gary is going to have five of them ready for you, $350 
when Tesseract Computers reopens on Monday in downtown Victoria. That's a steal because those were... I'm thinking $1,800 brand new. Yeah. Ones that we sold, the ones yeah. that we sold. So. These are refurbished, but, they're in, but Gary says that that's why he's only got five because he picks, cherry picks the ones that are in really good shape. So there we go. So that one is in the show notes. We talked a lot, Ron, um, when you were here last about video ca- video doorbells and security cameras and all that. Yeah. You gave us some really good advice on which ones to get. This is the other side of the coin. Item number seven. Consumer Reports has found that Amazon, Walmart, and others are selling doorbells with, in their words, horrible security. Yes. And these, they, it looks like they're coming from one factory, one company, but they're putting them under a bunch of different brands, two in particular, Eken, E-K-E-N, or Tuck, T-U-C-K. They have virtually no security Ron, you can just take them over by simply walking up to the doorbell, pressing it while pairing it with the app on your phone, and you've got control <laughs> of the doorbell. Not wow. a good idea. No. No. And where? Sorry, where? Walmart? Walmart, Amazon, and other major retail online, all online. Jeez. Yeah, uh, but Walmart was selling. Yep. Yeah, so just heads up if you've got one of these, E K E N or Tuck. I encourage you to read the report, and this is why, Ron, you were suggesting people not go with these No, don't save money on cheap security devices, particularly. Yeah. There, there's a reason, not just the quality of performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, team, Walmart, Amazon, and Timu, since this story was published by um, Consumer Reports a few days ago, they have all pulled the video doorbells from sale. But as Consumer Reports says, they're going to rebrand them. They're going to look the same. They'll have a different sticker on them, and they're going to sell them again because that's the problem um, with companies, well, marketplaces like Amazon and Timu. They're there to sell product. They're not there to check to see if it's any good or whether, you know, in a lot of cases there are even knockoffs that get in there. Oh, yeah. It's like the Best Buy marketplace. Yeah. When you go online to get something from Best Buy, and you pay him whatever it is you want, you'll see this price, this price, and then you'll see it's substantially cheaper, and mm-hmm. it says underneath, Best Buy Marketplace. No, yep. that's Fred in his garage who is using the Best Buy platform yep. to get the sale. Fred will ship it directly to you from whatever country Fred is in, Yeah. Yep. and Best Buy gets a share of that sale because they brought you to the to the door. Yeah. It's a way that these companies have tried to increase their online presence by offering a wider selection. Yeah. Or better prices, potentially. But you have to look very closely, particularly from Best Buy, because some of the products I've seen on there are refurbished, and it's in the fine print. Yeah, it's really important. I mean, mean, frankly, one last note on that. Shame on Best Buy, because they don't have the same warranty options you think you're getting by buying from a big company like Best Buy. Yeah. Um, and there's like there's no insurance. These refurbished often. The warranty is yeah. completely gone. So this, you know, once you get it, you're just hosed if there's any issues with it. Um, yeah, but at the same time, they're trying to compete with the Amazons and the Timus, right? They so are. if you're a Canadian company and you're trying to compete and you're losing all these sales to Amazon and Timu, so you say, okay, here's a way. We'll make it clear. Maybe they can it's make not. it clearer. Yeah, yeah but that's, that would be my complaint. Is- Best Buy, Best Buy Marketplace, yeah. world of difference. And that's why when I'm going on Amazon, I tap the thing for Amazon Prime so I know it's coming from Amazon. Which is too bad because, you know, it used to be all the little mom and pop businesses, which like Amazon was a good platform and all these people could make a living on these stores. Amazon did their research, replaced their products with cheaper Amazon one maids 
and now they pushed them all out yeah. and we're all just using Prime. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I th- I would think like Best Buy should set themselves apart and say like, no, they're reputable. They're not like a crapshoot like Amazon. Yeah, we can trust you, but no, don't trust Best Buy. At, at least one thing London Drugs used to do is they would put a badge on the picture of the item. Yep. Really, quite mm-hmm. obvious yeah. that says refurbished. Yeah. Sure. Uh, or you know whatever, like or a factory return or something yeah. like that. Just so it's really clear and you don't think you're buying yeah. a brand new MacBook. And that's why we recommend on this show, we have no relationship with London Drugs or anything, but I recommend them because they don't sell stuff that they don't sell. It's everything you buy online from London Drugs, whether it comes from the warehouse to your door or whether you have it in-store pickup or you go to the store to buy it, it's all from London Drugs. They've resisted the urge to open up a marketplace and allow third-party sellers. Yes, and some of the stuff will come from the regular vendors that's not actually on the shelf in the store. Yes. But it's from the regular vendor they deal with. It's a product they have that we just don't have room for. And they bring it into the store and you pick it up. And it's the yeah. same guarantee yeah. as you, anything else you would but buy. Nothing is coming drugs. to you directly from the vendor. No. It's coming through the warehouse. Through the store. Yeah, or, yep. through, or through the store. Yep. Yeah. Okay. To the phone lines in Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Um, I have two questions. Um, I, ha- I was on Shaw Rogers, or I am on Shaw Rogers. Does the modem go out of date or um, does it need upgrading? Um, after a while? Yeah, that's a really good question. Yes, it does. It upgrades, it updates itself internally, uh, depending on the model, once a day or once a week. But over time, yes, the they will want to because get I, you I'm getting more. less than a hundred um, on that fast. Um, yeah. Check um, thing. What does your modem look like? Is it white or gray? It's gray. Gray. Okay, so that's the. Well, uh, there's still a lot of Hytrons out there, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Does it have a bunch of, like, squares no, if it, on if the If it's side? gray, then we know it's going to be the one, like, a loaf of bread with oh, a sloping top. Oh. So I yeah, would call that one black, top. maybe. It's yeah, not yeah. sloping so top. That, okay. So that's the, that's the five, which is still very current, and it does speeds up to 1,000. Yeah, so well, I'm if, not getting anywhere near that. <laughs> so what you can do... W- what you can do is if you're going out for a walk or something is unplug the power cord from it for two minutes. And that's different from what we used to say, Barbara. Ron, we used to say 30 seconds. Yeah, and it's changed. Yeah. yeah. Two minutes yeah. will cause it to lose its connection, lose its, not only lose its connection, obviously, yes. but lose its memory of its connection, mm-hmm. if you put it in simpler terms. Then when you plug it back in, it's going to take longer to come back, but it's going to find a new technical path to the server. Instead of trying to reestablish the previous path, which may or may not have been flaky. It's like properly clearing the ca- yeah, cache on yeah. it. And part of that is something you can also do is unplug your coax as well. Yep. Um, and, for and that then, time period. Yeah, and then plug it back in and go out for a walk, do your errands. When you come back, check the speed again, and that and that will do it. So but depending on what speed you're paying, that will do it. But that's the, the five, the sixes current, and the sevens are just starting to, to come in. So it might be it might be range for how far she is from the you know the gateway. I think it's just electronic dust bunnies. I, I think I know. I reckon oh, voice. okay. I think if you know just, the situation, yeah. but it could certainly be de- be devices. Yeah. Some devices obviously aren't like even my desktop video editing rig only goes up to six hundred with the Wi-Fi card that's in there. So like, it's yeah. not always just a service provider. Yeah. So Barbara, check the Fast app or Fast.com on both your phone and on your computer and see if there's a difference. Well, and that could be affected if you have yep. three TVs uh, streaming at the same time while you, you check the speed. So yep. you really test it. You want to make sure nothing else is on and running other than the device, your device yep. you're testing. But clearing out the electronic dust bunnies with that two-minute unplug, whether you're on TELUS or on Rogers slash Shaw, is a good thing to do. 
if you live with other people in the house, make sure you check first. <laughs> Otherwise, you yeah. go ah! from down the hall. What did you just do? Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, did you find this out the hard way? They're doing an update or <laughs> something. Yeah. Yes. We're doing a firmware update on the printer right now, and you just pulled. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just watching Instagram, and you just. Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teenagers, yeah. So they're a really good question, Barbara. Try that out. And if for some reason it's still not the speed that you were paying for, then just do an, uh, an online chat with um, Shaw Rogers Technical Support is really good. They can log in to your device and see what speed. And if necessary, they'll courier out a replacement and do that. And quite often the replacement is, is the newer generation. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and you could often just request it. Yeah, you can yeah. ask that too. Depending on so, your plan, yeah. if you're like if you're on the gig plan, you, yeah. you are likely qualify for the newest one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Alan, I, think, I, I have a, sorry. Go ahead. Brian. Oh, I think Barbara had. She said she had two questions. Oh, okay, so question. We're, we're, yep. Oh. What was the second one? Um, uh, uh, my uh, thing with Sean Rogers is coming to an end. Uh, mm. My contract and our condo building is um, getting Telus to come in and replace all the optic fiber optic cable and wireless service. Yes. And I was wondering if there's an advantage to going with Telus. They will offer you a substantial deal to make the switch once they've put those little ports in in your house. Right. Check the fine print. At the end of two years, the price in most cases doubles or more. Oh, okay. So it's a really attractive deal. Right. But Ron and Brian. Uh, uh, I would still uh, do it because this is all the whole game that they've put us into is just you switch every two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure, you got fast new service. Sure, I'll switch to you. I'll set my reminder for two years and I'll, you know, you can offer me a better deal yeah. or I'll leave and let, um, you know, Shaw Rogers yeah. off, you know, offer to take me back. I'm not sure what to do. I'm, I'm coming up too, uh, like Barbara. So I'm right now with Shaw Rogers. I like the service. I like the fact that I've been able to get help either with the chat app or yeah. to talk directly to them. No, I haven't had to for a while, so I don't know if that's the same. Yeah, yeah it's still uh, very good for that. So yeah. a couple things change. First of all, your TV boxes change. Yeah. So you have to get used to the new interface. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. I'm all not... your channel numbers are going to be different. Yeah, but you yeah. can mm -hmm. talk to it. So sure. You don't need to know that. But to be fair, the, the Rogers slash Shaw interface, I find much easier to use. Suzanne and the girls still hear me occasionally grumbling when I try to use the Telus TV Plus one. It's not intuitive and huh. it's messy mm -hmm. in my I mean, one person's poison, another person's, you know, but I, I don't like the Telus TV Plus interface. Obviously, for those of you, if you are still on at Shaw.ca email, or conversely, if you're on at Telus.net and you're switching to Rogers, either way, right. you're going to lose all of that. So you need to make absolutely sure that Good if point. you are yeah. still doing that, that everybody, including all the companies you deal with, yeah. The Amazons, the banks, the credit unions, the Fortis, the BC Hydro, make sure they've all got. So that's why we don't want you on either at Shaw.ca, other reasons, or yeah. at Telus.net for that very reason. You want to be on. Yeah, absolutely. Do not ever touch email from your service provider. Yeah. They, yeah. Keep, they hold you hostage. It's consistently across the board. It's bad service. Yeah. Um, it's not what they it's, do. It's yeah. on the side of their desk and they sort of tolerate it. And don't let yeah. them, like the number of people have come and said, oh no, they said I had to set up telus.net when I moved here no. or when I set up this service. Like if you absolutely do not need, yeah. they're offering it to you. You do not need to take them up yeah. on it. They're doing it because it, in a sense, as you said, holds you hostage. So if someone like Barbara or Ron, you, you'd be less likely 
to to leave because sure, you think oh I got to do all your this. Email, you know. Yeah, so so yeah. that's another one there. Yeah, other than that, yeah, um, it's personal. Talk to your friends and see what they like. But I would at the very least, whether you're going either way, Shaw Rogers to TELUS or vice versa, mm-hmm. I would look at the TV interface if you watch a lot of TV yeah. and say, okay, can I use this? Am I going to throw the remote across the room? I mean, obviously there's uh, going to be a change. Sure. But, but no, that's a good point. And that's a major blind side of mine because I don't touch cable TV. Yeah. Can't stand it. So <laughs> Yeah. I've got a couple clients that switched both ways. TELUS to Rogers, Rogers to TELUS, yeah. different people. And they both switched back because they could not <laughs> handle the new interface. And they said, I've given yeah. it three weeks. Yeah, that's a good amount yeah, of time. And so, yeah, that's, that's probably the most important one. But the rates. But, yes, the TELUS deal when they wire a new building, Ron, is great. They give you really great deals for two years. But then after that, and then at the end of two years, yeah, a lot can change in two years, to be fair. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. They have summoned. Uh, it's, it's, in the show, it's in the show notes there. They, they have, the government has summoned the CEOs of TELUS, Bell, and Rogers um, item number 14. They declined repeated invitations to appear. They sent their other executives this week, and they said, we didn't invite you. We invited the CEOs. They're not coming? Okay, we're going to summons them to come and explain uh, because you all just raised your rates. And the Rogers Shaw deal was supposed to lower competition. You can't see the massive smile on my face right now, but I love giving <laughs> these guys heck. Yeah. Stay tuned. I hope that helps, Barbara. Good luck. Let us know what you do. Back with more after this. 10 to the hour, hour number one of our first show for the month of March. Text from Don. Happy weekend. Hi. Just talked to Shaw yesterday about speed of internet. They said turn off Wi-Fi on your iPhone and iPad and check again on desktop. And she says it makes a huge difference. Older devices may be slowing things down, Ron. Yes. I knew this from before. We had people would call in or come and uh, buy a gigabit switch for their device and saying they had a new device that would run quickly, they'd hook it up and say, it's still running at the old speed. And often your network will run at the speed of your slowest device connected to it. So, Brian, for back to what Barbara was saying, TELUS TELUS versus Rogers Shaw, Yeah. different technologies, and that is one of the things. If you have multiple devices running on Rogers Internet, Rogers slash Shaw Internet, then yes, it will run at the speed of the slowest device. This is Tell so us. alien to me. This is yeah, okay. yeah, it yeah. can do that. Yeah, whereas Telus will run its ADSL technology. The best yeah. way to think of it is think of it as a highway where there's all different speeds. <laughs> the roads are uh, all different speeds. Yeah, they would collide. So the way the network works is it makes everything run at the same speed of the slowest device, so they can all pass yeah. each other properly. Network packets. If you have four lanes on the highway, yes, yeah. And you have cars that are capable of doing different speeds, sure. yep. and you get stuck behind the slow car. Right. Things crash, back can... up, and so on. Now, on the so highway, would... you can change lanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go around them, right? On the internet, you would need you would change frequencies. You would change from the two point four network to the five network. Yeah. And yeah. avoid that. Uh, but or but that's the difference between Telus and Rogers. Particularly oh. on a wired network, that was a problem. So yeah. oh, okay. So, so you could have an old four eighty six computer on there. And the fastest devices and modem going, and it would run at the speed 
of the old computer. Wow, I don't know. I, I never came across that. I certainly haven't experienced it. I mean, I'm on Telus now, and so I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and that's why they tell you to unhook all the old devices that you've got hooked yeah. up. Any other device, and when you're checking speed, if you really want the speed it's capable of, yeah. you should have the only device running the one that's running the speed test. Now, to be fair, Crazy. we tend to we don't use it that way. Yeah, but, but so. Uh, and quite often people say, well, I'm only getting, I'm only getting 100, whereas mm-hmm. I was getting three. Okay, 100 for the vast, vast majority of everything you do is going to be awesome. Yes, we talk about, well, I'm on 2,500, because I download Windows in 14 seconds, and I love that. Yeah. But for the average person streaming your 4K HDR video off Netflix, 100 is going to be fine. So even if you know, if even if one of those older devices has dragged it down to a hundred, you're fine. Yeah. You know, you go down the U.S. and they go, "Oh, we're 12." <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So we're really uh, in really good shape here in Canada with our speeds. Yeah. So if you're if you're finding that you're getting down to the 25s and the 30s megs per second as a result, and by the way, we may be skipping ahead here. If you want to check these speeds, you can use the fast app on any uh, mobile device. It's uh, it's basically speedtest.net rewrapped on behalf of Netflix with no ads. Yeah, yes. If you get the right one, it'll say down in the corner, powered by Netflix. Yes, yeah, so fast. Or, so. Um, it, or you can just go to fast.com on the website and check that speeds. Five before the hour, hour number one. One important thing to add on to our discussion about switching from TELUS Rogers back and forth and Bruce, thank you for texting in this question. If you leave Shaw to go to TELUS, don't you lose your Shaw Rogers cellular five-year rate? Yes, you would. So if you're on that $0 or $10 or whatever rate you're on when you came over from Shaw Mobile to Rogers, yes. if you switch to TELUS, you lose that. It's conditional on you maintaining your home service with Rogers slash yeah. Shaw. It would work the other way as well if you were switching from TELUS to Rogers if you had a TELUS mobile plan. Oh, yeah. Now, the difference is not as big because the TELUS mobile plans on TELUS are a lot more expensive. As part of the Rogers purchase of Shaw, they guaranteed. So if you're on the $0 plan, you get that for five years as long as you remain an internet customer. So anybody thinking uh, about doing that one there, that's an important one. Okay. Uh, from somebody whose number ends in 5745. Oh, it, that's Don, a different Don. Can you tell me what a digital prism portable digital LCD TV is? I don't have cable TV. Thank you. So I used Copilot. And it says it's a portable handheld widescreen TV that allows you to watch your favorite TV shows on the go. But Ron. It seems to be a device from around 2009 or so. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen lots available used. I don't see them new. The thing is, it picks up broadcast TV. Off the air digital signals. So here in Victoria, you would get Czech, you would get CTV Vancouver Island, depending on where you're... Sometimes CBC maybe. Yeah, depending on how high you are, where you're located, CBC maybe, global. KBOS maybe. TV, yeah, things like that. But you'd be very limited in what you could... Well, to Parksville, when you go up there... Parksville, I get... 12 channels in Parksville. Yeah, because you've got, you got a nice clean run across shot the to Van, Salish Sea to, the mainland. to, to yeah. do that. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. By the so, way, Parksville weather alert, it's snowing there. Snow alert for this afternoon, five centimeters of snow. Oh, my God. Just came up on the that's weather So cannon. much for us talking about the cherry blossoms. <laughs> that's, if you're, that's if you're listening to us live on Saturday. There we go. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Lots more stuff coming up in our second hour. Uh, and I've got a question here about banking online on apps or websites. We'll get to that one as well. We will also give you some heads up on some scams. And also, it's really, really important if you've been using the Windows Mail app on Windows 10 or 11, that's the blue and white envelope. It's really important by the time you click on it next time, you're going to discover it's changed to the new Outlook Mail app and you probably won't like the layout. We've created instructions for you on how to change the layout to make it look closer to, to what you would like. We will, we will talk about that as well. And we've also got things. Our good friends at HP. <laughs> They're yeah. now offering to rent you a printer and keep it supplied with ink for as low as $7 a month. As long as you don't mind them spying on you. And you will yes. not believe the degree of spying that we are talking about here. We've also wow. we've got, got an update on the Apple Car project, which is being scammed. And Wendy says it's going to use digital menu boards and AI to test <laughs> dynamic pricing. Yes. But insists that does not mean higher prices at oh. busy times. The difference between surge pricing and dynamic pricing. Right. Ron's right. smiling. We will go through that we as well. See. All coming up in the second hour. Stay with us. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hour number two for our first show for the month of March. Glad to have you along, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday morning or to our Sunday afternoon rebroadcast or to the podcast that Brian will put together for you. Glad to have you here. You can only take part in the show, obviously, if you're listening on Saturday. But if you send questions in from the Sunday show or the podcast, we will get to them next week. I can't see the questions until I come back in next weekend. So if you send it in on Sunday or Monday, don't, please don't think that we're ignoring you. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry. And Ron Fraser. And I'm Brian Pavlicic. Back with us. Thank you. Okay, uh, lots of stuff to talk about here. we got some important scams to give you a heads up, as well as some um, big changes in the privacy world out there. Canada's highest court has, key, has come up with a ruling. The new Online Harms Act is out. But first of all, phone lines are open on Saturday when we're live, 250-386-1161, and star 1070 in a mobile phone. And Barb is with us. Hi, Barb. Good morning. I have a question about my Wi-Fi. Um, I have a large house, and the tenant downstairs, um, the, we share the Wi-Fi, and uh, hers does is not very reliable. It cuts out quite yeah. often. So. Is it TELUS or Roger Shaw? It's Roger Shaw. Okay. And do you know what the Wi-Fi router looks like? It's okay if you don't. Have you seen it? Um, it's right here next to my Oh, desk. great. What does right it look like? Well, it's black, and it's a Hytron. I think we can now. save you uh, several chapters of this tale, Barbara. Hytron uh, are the older model uh, routers that are being phased out. So if, uh, and did you say that it, you share hers or she shares yours? She shares mine. Okay, so you can do this. So yeah, if you want to have, um, you can either go down to the Rogers store or you can just do a chat um, uh -huh. With them, just go to the, uh, it's still shaw.ca, but then it'll kick to Rogers. But there'll be a little chat button in the bottom right corner. Uh -huh. And just say, hey, here's the situation. Could you please um, send us out a new router? And they'll oh. send you, and depending on what speed you're on, they'll send you 
presumably a six or a seven. And okay. it'll look like a loaf of bread. It'll be gray or white with a sloping top. And it's compared to the Hytron Ron, it's about four times. You're not going to need a range extender. Yeah. I, I did uh, this. I upgraded from the old one to yeah. the new router, the new uh, six yeah. uh, that they have. And suddenly, everything in the house got great reception. Mm-hmm. I could pull out the old extender, and it actually travels beyond the house another 20 yards to our trailer, and we can use devices in the trailer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, so a uh, house construction is yeah. a big plays a big role it in does. there. Yeah, it can be. If you have uh, lath and plaster, that's a problem. I've if seen, you have an older hole. If you've uh, got newer three levels. that have a lot of concrete, too, yes. uh, it's a big problem. Exactly. I've seen ones where it's like the router is directly above on the floor above, and you get total patchy one, one more tip signal about right that. below. Yeah. The router should always be low. They're terrible at, at distributing signals down. So this is down. funny because the Shaw Rogers guy says you should describe it like a fountain where it flows out and down. No, it so flows So he said up, put it up. 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 That's yeah, so funny. So up, you, up and to so the side. Yeah, up yeah, and to the not, side. Yeah, yeah. not very yeah. consistent answer from Well, that t- that has changed as the design of the routers has changed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So the new generations, plural, the six, the five, six, and seven, yeah. that have the sloping top up and up and out. Hmm. Yeah, like that. Whereas yeah. the black ones, yeah, you could put. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So if you have the ability, put it on your main floor if you're trying to get, uh, you know, a connection up higher. Mm-hmm. You don't, or you want it in the middle floor of three. That's okay. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Because you don't want to try and go between two floors if you can help it. Yeah, In that sure. situation, you might want an extender. Now, the one, now the one thing, Barb, if you, if you get this yourself, it's easy to plug in, set up. It takes about two, three minutes. But now every device in the house that connects to the Wi-Fi has to connect to the new one. On the bottom of the box, it will have the password, the name, and the password is a word, four numbers, and a word. And then just write that down. Give that to everybody. So yeah. the printers, the TVs, the telephones. So you, could, but you could. I mean, you could reset it to what it used to be, and then all the devices would connect. Fine. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> well, uh, well, depends on if you had it no, personally but, set up or not. No, even if you did, don't do that because now this device doesn't recognize because it's on a different frequency and it's trying to connect. So please. Even if the SSID and password are the same, yes. it, the devices yeah. are going to get yes. confused? It's a big yeah. source of calls to It's a handshake help. that it makes. It's a handshake. And, it, and it's making a broken work. handshake. It says, well, this is supposed to work, but... It's or it'll say connected and you have zero transfer Exactly. Speed. So, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. As a general yeah. rule, stick with, the, stick with the name and the password that's on the bottom. But if you do feel the need to be creative and change the name and or the password, please tape onto the (laughs) box. Do not use a sticky note. Or if you use a sticky note, use tape because the heat of the device will cause the sticky note to fall off. And now somebody comes along and goes, what's the password? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, you should, but modern devices, you should be able to retrieve it. You can have it saved in your password list. You can pull you up and your I router know, settings. You and Ron and, and I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. a screenshot of ours, and that's yeah. what I share with our students. Yeah, but if you're going to change the name, just remember, most people, it's a big source of problems. By the way, yeah. I'll tell yeah, you, fair. I'll tell you a trick for everybody with a with a an iPhone. I don't know about Android, but so if you are connected to your Wi-Fi on your iPhone now, yeah, go to settings, go to Wi-Fi. You will see the name of your Wi-Fi there with a check mark next to it. At the yes. end of the line, there should be a little blue eye in a circle. Right, yeah. Tap on that. Yes. The password will be hidden with dots. Tap on the password and look at your phone. If you have Face ID or place your finger on the ring, if you have Touch ID, 
there's your Wi-Fi password. So not always, though. That's right. What's, if if okay. somebody has shared the yes. Wi-Fi password with you using the sharing feature, exactly, you don't get to see what it is. There's Wait. a Apple which is says great. There's a reason for that. Which is a good feature. Yeah, like if you did this feature and you just shared it, well, that person doesn't have the right to share it with everyone else. You That's just said right. you, you, and this specific yeah. device can go on my network. Not everyone yeah. you know. <laughs> so try that out. So settings, Wi-Fi. Tap on the little I for information. This is on iPhones and iPads only, and then you will see, you will see the Wi-Fi password hidden in dots, or you won't. If yes. you don't see the dots, then it was shared with you, and you're not supposed to know what it is. If you see the dots, tap it, and then you'll either have to look at your phone app face ID or place your finger around the ring if you have touch ID, and you'll see it. I can't tell on this because the bell one is unsecured. So Okay. Yeah, but yeah. at home, is there a way for you to see what I'm, I'm going to look at it. I will find that answer out for next awesome. time. You might, can, yeah. If you can view your saved networks, you might even be able to just pull it up now, yeah, even if you're not I would connected. Like, I would love to know how, how to do that one, but that's one of those little fun things that we love to do there. Okay, a couple things from the Government of Canada that are worth mentioning in passing here. Canada's highest court ruled this week that police must obtain a warrant to learn a computer's IP, internet protocol address. I had several people contact me and say, what's my IP? Well, it changes and different devices can have. But basically, it's if you think of your house address, Ron, as being on so-and-so street, and if you have a condo or an apartment, then you have a unit number. So they could trace... A phone call, for example, could be traced to that address. Right. Your IP address is the link that connects internet activity to a specific location. So if police can get your IP, they can find out what device that is. Okay, now who has that device? How is it connected? So the, um, the uh, justice who wrote the opinion says, an IP address is the key to unlocking a user's internet activity and ultimately their identity such that it attracts a reasonable expectation of privacy. So the charter provision against unreasonable search is to meaningfully protect the online privacy of Canadians in today's overwhelmingly digital world. It must protect their IP addresses. That's going to frustrate police, but from a privacy point of view, that is, I think, to me, is a pretty good Canadian compromise. Doesn't mean police can't get the IP address. They just have to go to a judge and say, hey, I think Ron is doing this and this they and this. They can't go fishing without a That's good reason. Right. Yeah. Here's my reasonable and probable grounds yeah. to believe that it is Ron who is doing this. Right. <laughs> Can I then get a warrant to go get his IP? And then they go to the carrier and they trace that backwards there. The other one that's come out this week is the new Canadian Online Harms Act. It will force major online services to quickly take down harmful sexual content, as in within 24 hours. And the wording, interesting, uh, Brian, because whenever you write legislation, the people that write it tend to not always be up on the times. <laughs> That's so, an understatement. <laughs> the bill targets social media services, live streaming services, and, open quote, user-uploaded adult content services. Wow, this is good. Is this is that, this spurred off by uh, Taylor Swift deepfake? And that 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 sped it up. But yes, yeah. so that would cover sites like uh, like Pornhub and OnlyFans. These mm -hmm. entities are all being put under the umbrella of online services. And should the bill pass as drafted, the sites subject to the new rules could be subject to millions in fines for non-compliance. The CRTC said, okay, great, give us these new powers and we'll be glad to take that on in our bureaucratic way. And they said, no, we don't think you're up to this challenge. <laughs> we think you're too slow for this. Yeah. We're going to create a digital safety commission, 
a new digital safety oversight body with appointed experts to compel wow. these popular sites to act within 24 hours. So you're going to see lots of politics going on as the, the various parties jockey for position on this one. But Won't they still have to petition them, though, individually? Like if you're trying to get a picture taken down from a site that's on 10 sites, there's no way to say to the internet take this no, down that's right but now yeah. ron can individually ron can. can say to yeah. the digital safety commission yes this is this information that is up and it's there. here and here and it's here a and deep fake of me yeah. <laughs> it's not true it's sure. not even me yeah. and then here's where it is and bing 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 and then they give those sites 24 hours to take it down especially it's where x's are posting yeah, um, revenge, revenge porn, revenge porn, things yeah. like that. So yeah. this has been a long time coming. It's probably yeah. not perfect. I'm sure it's not, but it's a big step forward. Way better than I was expecting. Yeah, them to do so. Well, yeah. we'll see. I mean, like, look at something like straight, shake and stirred, and yeah. years later, it's still not working. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, we'll see. This is a big step. <laughs> I I, hope item so. number six in the show notes, and the Supreme Court one on IP is item number five. Okay, quick break. Back with more of your text calls and emails. We'd love to help you out if you're live with us on Saturday. Star 1070 will connect you by mobile phone if you're in Canada. Otherwise, 250-386-1161. Probably fastest if you text us at 1070-107010. Please include your first name somewhere at the beginning or end of the text. That way, if it breaks it into multiple, if you text me something long, I can do what it is. And Trisha's got a text. Could you explain a little further what Copilot is? Yes, when we come back. Welcome back to Tech Talk, 19 after the hour. One other homework video in there for you. There's a bunch of other, there's a whole lot of stuff. I stayed up late last night. Thank you to everybody that sent them. Uh, and this is one, this is amazing technology. So we've talked a lot about drones and the speed of things they can go. If you know F1, you'll know Max Verstappen. So think how fast they go, 350 kilometers per hour and higher. So there's no way a drone could ever try and chase them, right? Is that the fastest camera drone in the world? <laughs> Do you think that can keep up with me around the lap in an F1 car? I think that can be one of the best F1 shots ever. So first of all, take it out there but you have to go and see this they these guys came up with a drone that they thought could could go as fast as an f1 car spoiler alert in a race down the straight no problem right for the drone for the drone it's insane what you see off the line it's just like our I would say a rocket, yeah. but it yeah. seems like. But it's that's not what it put out because then the F1 team said, "Okay, but that's new down the line. How yeah. about doing an entire lap around the F1 course at 350 plus kilometers per hour?" Right, well, and then and then the guy driving the drone has to be like an F1 driver. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> He's right. Got to mimic the movements. This oh, is mind-boggling. Right. Thank you. I think six or seven of you texted, emailed, and said, "Hey, you have to put this in the show notes. You have to watch this. The drones, the first couple models." melted because yeah. <laughs> the speed of them trying to do this so they worked with they worked with red bull and came up with it's amazing to watch they actually on the screen they have to put a red line so you can see the drone otherwise you won't even see yeah it. yeah you the car is big it. enough you can see it right especially against the backdrop of the sky they have to they do a yeah. little highlighted like little crosshairs around yeah. it so you can even tell where it is but wait till you see the video 
that it shoots. You know that next year's F1 season, you know you're going to be seeing this on TV. The footage they'll be able to get. They'll be, yeah. they could Look, go into you're the looking wheel. at it right now. Like, uh, I first thought that this was oh something from like a video game. This is yeah. amazing. And the reaction. So I'm not going to tell you what happened. but and That's at 280 kilometers an hour, this clip we're watching. Yeah. O- over 300 on the straight stretch. Oh, yeah. Um, Great. I mean, you'll be able to like pull up beside a driver and get a shot of the sweat beating down his face while he's or she her not face at that, while she's driving. Not at that speed. The accuracy. You know, you gotta be, yeah, stay I mean, away but from the this car. is the yeah. start. It's a fascinating video. So that's that's the future ha- has arrived. Um, a couple other ones that I didn't give you, Brian, but you can bring them up cold uh-huh. right below that. Forty-two and forty-three. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about the Apple Watch and its lifesaving. Let's go for uh, forty-two first to get to bring that up and then rack it back to cold. I had this image in my head of a wall of fur. My watch detected the hard fall, called for help, and then messaged my wife. Next thing, thump, thump, and it was my wife saying, have you got Bruce Milton Hall in there? Is he alive? (laughs) They said, yes, he's okay. I still wear my watch, and I'm still looking for that kangaroo with tie marks. <laughs> you couldn't see that just hearing it. You probably figured out the accent. These are from Apple Australia, and he got nailed uh, by a kangaroo while riding his Yikes. bike. Yikes. And typical sense of humor. There he is in the ambulance, unconscious, and his wife's knocking the door and saying, you got my husband in there. Yeah. Yeah, just giving you an act. It's not the kind of thing that we're likely going to have to worry about here in Canada, getting nailed by a cat. But it could be a deer oh, or yeah. a moose. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. Yeah. And, there's, and there's one other one also from Australia right below it. This next one? Yeah. The doctor said, get to Melbourne now. My daughter Lexi was getting these notifications. We thought a low heart rate meant you're fit. Turns out she had a complete heart block. How are you feeling? If it wasn't for that watch, she might not be here right now. That little sound you heard in the video, if you hear that and you have an Apple Watch, please, 911. Yes. I've got a couple clients who are alive because of that. Brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, it's brilliant. I had a client who had an Apple Watch who is not with us because he didn't. He had the Apple Watch. Eh, indigestion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be the person to do that. I'd be like, I'm fine. I'm if you're going to spend the money on the technology that can save your life, right? let it save your life. But there's a human component. Call 911. Yes. Don't second guess. Right. I guess there, there should be a way for you to tell it to just call for you <laughs> and don't trust you. Yeah. yeah well, that, man, I don't know how that, many false positives there are. Yeah. So that's remember, a good remember with the crash detection when it first came out, <laughs> people that went um, yeah. on roller coasters. Yeah, there were like 30 people pile up at the theme park. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> Wonder what's happening. Or there were people that were doing um, skiing on the moguls. Yes, And yeah. it was setting it off, and they actually had to post signs saying, if you have an Apple Watch, please think seriously about But then again, if you do crash... Right. And you're uh, out by right. yourself then. So it's trade-off. But this technology is there, but you have to... You have to allow it to help you. You know, and I think if they were getting a lot of pulse, uh, false positives, we'd have heard this on the news. Well, we did initially, yeah. and then they tweaked it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, made yeah. it better. I mean, they, that's uh, the kind of thing yeah. they fix right away. Also in the show notes, a preview of five incredibly rare sights we'll see in the sky this year. 
And one that I found for a lady that was asking me this question because her son was insisting. Her son is in uh, Oregon, and he is uh, he's a sovereign citizen. He he explains to mom, Ron shaking his head already. Uh, and in a nutshell, it's a U.S.-based thing whose supporters claim laws don't apply to them unless they consent, so they can't be stopped for driving because they're not driving. You say you're traveling, not Nutshell driving. is a perfect description. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Australia has a different sense of humor from us, a little more biting, and so there's an excellent explanation from ITV in Australia of the sovereign movement and pointing out in very blunt terms they cite cases where they won. Those mm-hmm. cases don't exist. Oh, the, the, yeah. the woman who's doing it, you'll love the sense of humor. She talks to a legal expert. Mm-hmm. Turns out she's in the office of a judge who comes in and says, get out of my office. But it's set up that <laughs> way. And he basically says, no. She goes, but what about all these cases on their website? No. So I'm not just one to see if you are curious. I gave this one to Mary, and she said, oh, thank God, now I can talk to my son. I said, send it off to your son. He probably won't listen, but he needs to understand that if he gets pulled over by the police, he will get arrested, he will go to court, he will get convicted, he will go to jail. Yes. It's not a thing. It's a nice idea that laws don't apply to you unless you consent. But it's right. not a real thing. And I know there's lots of websites because she put, she yeah. showed me the websites he'd sent her. This is the problem with the Internet and yeah. no you know, journalistic integrity and standards yeah. and reach. At the other end of the scale, um, item number 45, the George Massey Tunnel that we grew up with, the Dees Island Tunnel, they're talking about replacing it. They found the video that was made when they built it in 1957-58. All great engineering achievements begin in the minds of men. Men who combine their knowledge and genius in the detailed planning of a new project. Okay, so it was sexist back then. Right. Yes. This is the story of one such project, the Dees Island Tunnel. First of its kind on the North American continent, and only the second in the world. It's amazing video because we just drive through it and complain about it. And Ron, they're talking about they're going to replace it. Politics on the Lower Mainland. But yeah. wait till you see what they went through in 1957-58 to design it and build it. It's a 45-minute video. It's absolutely fascinating given the technology they had back then. Just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Thank you to George for for sending that one in. I love all these ones that you send in. Also, uh, Dees? The Dees Island? I've always heard it as Dees. Yeah, I have two. D's? D's, because that's the way it's spelt, but yeah. I've never heard it pronounced D's. I thought it was yeah. D's. Yeah. That's I've always I'd... heard D's Island. Yeah. 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 I think that's one of those like uh, Meta Meta. I think it's one of those ones that we, well, we that, went. That one's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we went for the easier pronunciation. Yeah, right. You know, I always think that if it's named after somebody, we should use the use their name and not use our own mispronunciation. Anyway, quick break and we're back True. with our final half hour. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Ron Fraser, my Sydney tech enthusiast buddy. Glad to have you in here. <laughs> nice there. to be here. What are you doing with, the, with your exchange students for spring break? You know, we haven't planned spring break yet. We're going up to Tofino, though, next week. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, good. So we're going to do three days up there with them, yep. and they're they're thrilled about that. They haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. The weekend after, I might go further with them and go to Port Alberni, maybe go to McLean Mill. Oh, the steam-powered National mill. Historic Site, yeah. Yep. Um, of course, along the way, it's always Cathedral Grove, you know, Goats Coons. on Roof Market. Go, yeah. Yep. There. So that's weather permitting. We'll see. We, it looks like we're taking um, our exchange students to Hawaii. I say it looks like because, as you heard on the news, the government of Canada has decided that uh, they have re- re- revoked the you don't need a visa requirement for for Mexican citizens. Uh, Maho is from Mexico. She came on a visitor ETA, which is like the electronic travel authorization. Yeah. Those have all been revoked. So not a problem for her being here, but if she leaves the country, eh. So we discovered that, okay, we have to get her a new ETA. Can't get her a visa in time, but she has a U.S. Um, US uh, visa, so we can use that to get a new ETA. We applied for that online last night. That was mm, 87 boxes on the government of Canada. But anyway, I only mention that. Anybody else uh, who, and I think most people would be aware of it, but just in case, the government has made this change. So anybody who is uh, here from Mexico as a student, if they're going to go home for spring break, one of Maho's students is. Yeah can't come back without getting a new ETA or a visa. Rather so, important. Yeah, and one of them is going to Seattle with her host family. and eh. So anyway, we got that all worked out. We will share our expertise, what we've discovered on getting all the Hawaii stuff and everything booked. We're flying out of Vancouver because it's so much cheaper and it's just not worth the logistics of flying out of Seattle. Or, anyway, a um, yeah. couple scams to give you a heads up, about which to give you a heads up. Number one, if you are a Freedom Mobile customer, watch out for scam techs offering compensation for a bill overcharge. The, and one of the clues is they put an emoji into the text. Last time I checked, companies don't normally put emojis in their text. Uh, more and more. They're oh, learning really? to, I think people are learning to type like that. It's more friendly. It gets the point across. <laughs> it gets the emotion across, rather. Freedom Mobile, wave hand-waving emoji. Your monthly bill was overcharged in 2023, and Freedom Mobile, two spaces, is offering a $55.07 CAD compensation via email money transfer. For information, visit our webpage at Freedom o- Mobile. So it's freedomzeromobile.com. No, that's not them. It takes you to a verify your human page, and if you click on the I'm not a robot, it'll ask you to tap on all the images of a particular object. If you do that, Ron, it takes you to a fake Interact page listing all the main Canadian banks and credit unions. Yeah, and actually that page looks okay. The one I saw for Royal yep. Bank is very good. Yeah, I tapped a whole bunch of them, and it's the scam login page for every single one, including Coast Capital, yep. Desjardins. They're on the list. These scammers are really good. If you type in your card number and your password, yeah. you are giving the scammers immediate access to your bank account. Don't do that. So, um, we got a text here from um, somebody who's in there. It's 1878. It shows a Freedom Tech scam on your show notes. How how does anyone know I'm on Freedom? Where did cameras get that info and my phone number? It says Freedom customers only. This is just a guess. Don't know. I'm guessing that somebody that worked for Freedom on their way out the door, leaving under whatever terms, took a list of all the client numbers. Because the only people who I've been seeing getting this text are Freedom customers. Yeah, that's an interesting target because if you do that, people might talk to their Freedom friends and go, oh, yeah, I got the same one. Exactly. 
Charles Martin, who, Charles will be here with us next weekend uh, from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group. I think last time he was here, he sent the one in from Fido, but it was going to everybody. Like all sorts of people on all sorts of different carriers were getting the Fido scam text. So either way, never click on text and links like this. And the other one that I thought was bonus points for your creativity, still want to strangle you. Um, watch out for leap year RBC bank scam texts. So the, th the scammers are always looking for a new hook, right? So uh, RBC, your client card 45190 dash dash is going on hold. If your information isn't updated by March 1st, please visit. And then there's a little animated GIF of a frog bouncing with the 29th, bouncing between the 28th and the 1st. And they want you to go, go what looks at first glance like rbc-client.com. This oh, is yes. item two in the show notes. Look closely at the address that they're actually wanting you to go to. First of all, the card number, 45190. They all start with that. Uh, <laughs> they all start yeah, with that. So, bank customer but what's the address that they want you yeah, to go to, Yeah, rbc-kient, C-I-I-E-N-T.com. Because an I looks <laughs> like an L, they think you won't spot it. That, By yeah. the way, that takes you to a web page uh, in Romania. It's a fake mm -hmm. RBC login page. They just want your card number and password so they can clean out your bank account. Thanks to TechLock listener Bill for alerting us to this, and more recently, even Anne, who just texted and said, hey, I just got one. I saw it in your notes, and I just got one. So, yeah, it's okay. creativity bonus points to the scammers. Never click on links or in texts like this as well. Um, one other one for those of you that have a Mac. Item number eight, watch out for Atomic Stealer Malware. It does exactly what its name suggests. It finds and sends files associated with installed crypto wallet extensions, apps, browser data, system info, and passwords. Sends it all off to the hackers. Now, you're wondering how do you get this on a Mac? You either download pirated versions of paid applications or you get tricked into visiting a fake app website. But Brian, when you do this, because you're a Mac boy, mm -hmm. when you download the illegitimate application, even if you don't know it's illegitimate, and you attempt to install it, you're presented with carefully written instructions telling you how to bypass the Mac OS gatekeeper and the signature checks. Right. <laughs> but it looks like it's Apple telling you, no, no, this is super secure, so you have to unlock these things first. Right. They've just stylized it like an Apple notification. Yeah. So the solution Gosh. is simple. Only install apps from the App Store or trusted sources. And don't listen to an app installer that asks you to bypass protections, Ron. Those protections are there for a reason. For sure. And I do want to mention something I heard on the show a couple of weeks ago, that if you have an Android phone with version 8 or uh -huh. higher, Android version 8 or higher, yes. you cannot automatically sideload a program. So even though it's technically possible to do it. And the, the government said, the governments in the EU said you have to be allow yes. them to do this. Yeah, so version 8 or above will not let you automatically go to a website and download an app that could be malicious. The keyword there is automatically. They'll still let you, but you have to override those You've same. got to do a bunch of things. You yeah. have to go in there and say, go ahead, even though they might be dangerous, let me load these apps. So. Yeah, right. It's really obvious even to someone who doesn't yeah. know a lot about technology. And if you were darned and determined to get video game X or movie Y without paying for it, understand, no. aside from the mal, understand the risk, it's like going into West Shore RCMP and complaining about the quality of the cocaine you bought. Yes. You, you did something illegal. You have no help. 
Yeah. And not only no help, but you have no recourse if they cleaned out your bank account. Yeah, the movie I downloaded illegally put a a virus on my machine. And it cleaned out my bank bank account. account. And now, bank, can I have my money back? Yeah. No. (laughs) So just be aware that we sometimes think of the short-term implications. We don't think of the longer term. Don't mean to preach, Uh, but... There are no free office downloads. There are no free movie downloads that are running in the theaters right now. Yep. Does not exist. One more um, video before we go to break. It's one of our favorite groups, uh, and they pick songs that are really cool. This is from Disney's Tarzan, Phil Collins, You'll Be In My Heart, sung by the One Voice Children's Choir. Why can't they understand the way we feel? They just don't trust what they can't explain. Do you see where shock? I know we're different, but deep inside, Number 47 in the show notes. You have to see the video to see where it's shot. A desert? <laughs> hey, don't give it away. Well, not really oh. a desert. No, okay. sort of. Don't give it away. Where do you see the uh, wide shot? Back with more after this. Back to the phone lines on Tech Talk, and Maureen is waiting. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Alan. Um, I had a very interesting thing happen yesterday. Um, I was sitting at my desk with my phone beside me, and all of a sudden, Siri popped up and with a voice note said that my Apple Music account had been compromised. And press here to fix it. Whoa, you actually heard the Siri voice say that? I heard the Siri voice say that. It was really freaky. That would freak you out, wouldn't it? It, it would freak me out, too. So somebody, uh, I'm guessing, uh, Brian, I'm guessing that somebody yeah. has found a way to send a message, air quotes, Uh-oh. with a, with a command to have this message read out loud. Uh-oh. Or could it be a browser hijacker? That's yeah, just that was where my mind went. Reading... But- just using the default Siri voice. Yeah, using the Siri oh, voice. Oh, okay. See, sometimes okay. I overthink these, Maureen. Well, so, yeah, if it's a browser see. hijack and it's instructed to play, and basically play an audio file, which makes it yeah, look yeah. like it's reading the words on the screen. I changed my Siri voice, so it's not the standard Siri voice. Okay. I have a different one. Because oh. I, I, and you heard it in the, uh, and you heard I it heard in, the, in the Siri voice you changed okay. it to? That's right. Wow. So where was the message coming from? I don't know, and I don't care. Was it on the screen, or was it just out loud? It was in the voice, Yeah. and then there was a a click click the button, and there was a button that came up to click. And And was it a pop-up over top of something, or was it filling the whole screen? You know, the the little Siri blue ball thing that's there? It popped up over that. Whoa. What um, the heck? And so, do you st- can you still access that message? No. So it's I not in your phone. text? It's I, n- uh. No, nothing. No, it didn't come in text. It didn't come in anything. It just came in this voice message from Siri with it. What you might want to do if you have time later on would be, if you don't already have it installed, install the free Apple support app. It's specifically called Apple Support. It's a white Apple logo and a dark blue background. 
and then follow the prompts to connect with Apple. You'll talk to a real human. They will call you back normally within two minutes of, if you say, call me now, and they'll say, okay, call time two minutes. It, it, walk that through with them. They can check their database. I've Ron. never heard of no, I've Siri never heard giving of. a message like that. Never, but yeah. Apple... Or not without some sort of trail. Yeah, but somebody else will, if other that if it's a new scam then that will be a, and then when apple gets yeah. a call like that when they talk to a human they tap it into their database and of all the millions of other support calls then they start to see a thread and they can say okay our team is on it we don't know da 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 but or they'll tell you where it's coming from did, I she, would, did she say it was her apple music file that had yeah. been her apple yeah and you were saying that your apple music id had been compromised my apple music account had yeah. been compromised. And they wanted you to tap your... Needless to say, I, you didn't they tap? They to tap And you didn't? Uh, no. Good. Oh, no, just checking. Okay. Part of me wishes, uh, if that was me, I would have just to find out what was up. Yes. Um, but that's the geek in me. Yeah, I would, I would contact Apple support. I've discovered that quite often, Brian, when there's things we don't know about that we've never heard of, yeah. when you contact them, they can say, oh, well, we are getting other reports of this. Our team is investigating it. And then they add the details in. The other possibility is almost unthinkable that something has taken control of her phone. And that's And just has been able to read the message. I have never heard of that. Never, it's ever. An iPhone, no. never. Yeah, but that's why just if you've got the time, uh, Apple support is really awesome for that. Anybody else has an iPhone or an iPad, please make sure you've installed the free Apple support app. That way you can use it if you need to get a hold of them. Sometimes the problem, you're having a problem with the App Store. Yep. Well, you can't use the Apple Support app because you haven't downloaded it, and that's the problem you're having. So yes. do it now. Just download the free Apple Support app, and then it's there waiting if it, you need it. It's really helpful. It's incredible what they will do for free. They will spend hours with you. Good yes. luck trying to get Microsoft to answer the yep, phone. That's the difference. I would yep. also suggest that she restarts her phone because if it is something connected yep. to a browser hijacker or whatever, it may play it again. To do that, ask S-I-R-I out loud, say, hey, eh, her name, please restart my iPhone. You can also do that to an iPad. That does a cold boot, so it's not just power off, power back on. That's the cold boot, cleans out the cache and makes things run better. Anybody, anytime, then you don't have to remember to power up, power down, all that stuff. There we yeah. go. Um, email here or text from Trisha. Could you please explain a little further what Copilot is? Thank you. Yes, Copilot is Microsoft's free artificial intelligence chatbot. It's available as a free app on iPhones and Android. It's also available built right into the Microsoft Edge browser in the top right corner. And you will probably on Windows 10 or 11 find a bright colored Copilot uh, icon added to the bottom right corner of your screen. And it's it's I, well, I, I use it I, so much that I put it in. Um, I put it down in the bottom bar of my phone, and now there's three lines. If you sign in with your Microsoft account, um, you can get your you can get your history of everything you've asked it. Uh, because I just see chat history. We use it for so much having the students. Um, whenever they ask a question about something, my friend was filing his uh, property tax assessment appeal, and I said, well, you need to compare it to the inflation rate in BC. So I said, how much did house prices um, increase in 2023 in Prince George, BC? 
and it came up with um, the average house price was 499.9 and 6.8 percent and all this stuff. So just anything like that that I that I that I want that I want to know, uh, particularly when you want. Um, oh, he had a picture of the stuff you put on the outside of the house at the bottom of the siding. Okay. To keep it from getting scratched and keep it from getting water. And he said, what do you call that stuff? What do you call the siding that goes on the lower part out of an outer wall of a building? And I go, I don't know. That's why I asked, I asked a co-pilot that said water-resistive barrier Cladding? or drainage layer. Oh. Okay. So he wrote that into his property <laughs> assessment appeal. So just, just, hmm. stuff, li- just stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, pop, what, we were talking about girls' names. What are the most popular girls na- boys and girls' names in Canada? And then we were comparing it to Mexico and Germany, where our, where our students are from. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy and comfortable to use. So, yeah, it's not so much searching the Internet as it is it has this knowledge base and it puts it in an easy-to-use in an easy to use form and tells you. Like when it came up with a list of names of boys and girls, it told us which ones were up and down and ended by saying it's fascinating to see how naming trends vary across different cultures. So in Germany, the top girls' names last year were Amelia, Emma, Sophia, Hannah, and Mia. And in Mexico, Sofia, Regina, Valentina, Victoria, Isabella. And then it gave boys' names as well. Santiago, Mateo, Leonardo, Matias, and Sebastian. And for boys in Germany, Noah, Mateo, Elias, Leon, and Paul. Matthew's a big name. Biblical Biblical names are still hot. Yeah. So anyway, so I just use it for, it's like my having my research team at my fingertips, whether it's what's the origin of a phrase. Quite often we say things in English sure. and the girls go, huh? <laughs> you know, like that's a dead ringer. What? So you yeah. say, what's the origin of the phrase dead ringer? That's the bell that they put above the coffin. So in case you weren't really dead, you could pull the rope uh, and say, I'm not dead. What's the name of that? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Useless. So, you know, anyway. Yeah. I will say, it. always fact check it. Or if it's anything specific, yeah, if you're you going to make, If you're going it. to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. About something you're going to do, not do, based on this. Yeah. Fault or fault. It, nice that it gives you citations. Like you can go see the sources, and yeah. then often I'll read and be like, okay, you cited this paragraph, but that title of this thing is something totally different. It applied this to the wrong thing. Yeah. So th- I do find that still happens, but obviously it gets you so far. Yeah. For example, there is a Popeye's chicken in Langford now. And, okay. But if you go and ask on Google Maps or Apple Maps, it doesn't show it yet. So I used a co-pilot to say, is there a Popeye's chicken in Langford, B.C.? And it said, yes, it opened in January, Hmm. uh, and it's off Veterans Memorial Parkway. So went there and had some great Cajun mashed potatoes, and they had a a leap day special. Oh, nice. So And things like that. So that's the kind of thing that's really useful, and it told us about the difference between Popeye's and Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's Louisiana Southern, and they now have wings. Oh, I would have just assumed a chicken place would have no, wings, never but did. I guess Popeyes I don't know. never did. Chicken wings are not really a big thing in southern cooking, it turns oh. out. Chicken is, but not chicken wings. Yeah, now okay. Popeyes has chicken wings. So, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> final break. <laughs> <laughs> Completely off on its head yes. there. We are not being supported in any way by Popeyes. Chicken. I wish we were. Yeah. Um, back with our final <laughs> segment after this. 
couple things in her final few minutes. Wendy says it's going to use digital menu boards and AI to test dynamic pricing. But Ron, they insist that does not mean higher prices at busy times. Well, they, they say it's going to reduce the price of their products when they're really slow to encourage people yeah. to come in then. But they promise this is business. not surge pricing, which is what airlines and Uber does when it gets busy, where they raise the prices. Yeah. They say this is dynamic pricing only. We promise we're only going to lower them. Well, I, I so would this be, isn't peaks, this is valleys yeah. that are being Yeah, added. I'd be tempted to record the prices to make sure yeah, that they take stick a, to Take that. a screenshot, yeah. 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 Elon Musk says Tesla and SpaceX are teaming up to create a new Tesla Roadster. The old one never got out which he yeah. says will go 0 to 100K in just one second. Yes, and an unrelated item they're offering funeral services to. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, those are items number 22 and 23 in the show notes. We've been talked in the past about Cineplex. They, the Competition Bureau is trying to get the Competition Tribunal to force Cineplex to scrap what it calls drip fees. These are hidden fees that get added on between the time you start a transaction and finish it. In this case, you have to pay an extra dollar fifty per ticket if you have to buy a movie ticket online to reserve your seats for good seats. So Cineplex is in the hearings this week. They said scene members don't have to pay that fee, and scene, is, scene plus is free. And also the fee is clearly shown when you go to check out. And so somebody said, and how much did you make off this fee? Oh, only $40 million since you quietly introduced the fee. $10 for a small popcorn just didn't make it for it. Right. Yeah, stay yeah. tuned for, <laughs> for the ruling in that one year. After 10 years of work and billions of dollars invested, Apple has scrapped plans for an Apple car. They just nice. said they said the price tag they were aiming for was $100,000 U.S. And they just said, you know, we oh. don't see a way that we can have the advanced self-driving capabilities that you would expect from us and make it for that price tag. So 2,000 members of Project Titan, we'll go do something else. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Got to go, Ron. That was fun. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, good day, everyone. Brian, good to have you back. Nice to see you guys. Brian Thank will you. make the podcast now, and we're going to leave you with the One Voice World's Children's Choir in the show notes. You'll be in my heart. Go find some blossoms. And so it goes.